This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're getting our highest. Oh, we're getting it? Come on. 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 Come Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. You know what it is. It's Big Lux, your certified host. I got the Indian, my partner. Yeah, Chumahan Bowen in the motherfucking house. And old Blue Eyes himself wearing a horrible hat. Yeah. Good morning. And a lumberjack shirt. Yeah. With the hat to match. <laughs> yeah. Lumberjack with the hat to match. <laughs> He's getting ready to get a sourdough uh, chowder bowl. Bread bowl. Yeah. Down at the, the fuck. Down at the Don't wharf. Don't even say it. Oh. Down at the wharf. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? He's right now. That what look. Fuck, bro? That look right there. What are you I mean, asking me horrible, about? horrible, man. That, look, look, what the fuck are you asking me what about? What the fuck are you asking me about? You, I give up my, my favorite thing. <laughs> that look right there. You is, me was I was a child. How dare you? That look that you're getting right there, that's that's old blue eyes trying to roll with the punches, but also kind of get mad. It's yeah, like, a know, little bit. Because I like, don't know on, what the dog, fuck he's talking you, about. Because he knows it's L.A. Everything's L.A. on this show. I mean, you just got done talking about how great cookies are. But I get it. It needs to be. Yeah, you just got done cookies SF. Come it's California. Come on. Yeah, it's all, all right, golden. All right, it's all, all right. golden. Whatever you want. Whatever Jesus you guys want. Christ. Let's drop the subject. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was going to book it. Let's drop oh. the subject. Anyways, oh, guys, when it I comes have... back in your lab. Oh, we're going to drop the subject. We're drop it okay. now. We're going to drop it. All right. It's the hard oh, luck right. show. Yeah. Uh, and we got King Salmon on visuals. Uh, <laughs> and listen, you guys, I have my friend the Mac. Kipper. I have my buddy Max Russo on the show today, you guys. Max! 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 My dear, dear so friend. Good. Yes! Man, Max Russo. What's I'm up, brother? blushing, bro. <laughs> That's all right. You can blush a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we all blush on this show. Fucking Max. How are you, Max? Fucking good, man. You know, it was funny, man. I was fucking, uh, I was driving down here mm-hmm. and I was coming. I stopped by Chabad, the treatment center, to see some people. Mm-hmm. And I was driving down Jefferson. It's like, make a, a ride. And all of a sudden, I'm like, at Jefferson and LeBray, there's a Popeye's chicken there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember smoking so much crack <laughs> <laughs> next door. Next door at that at, fucking. At that bald, was it Baldwin Inn? Baldwin Inn. Baldwin 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 yeah. yeah. Why is it, what's, what's it like staying at the Baldwin, Baldwin mm. Inn? On um, crack. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> right, right. You don't know what it's like, I, huh? I, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Slow, it's, slow it down. Slow it down. Let's, it, let's, you go in. Do you have to actually talk to the front desk at a crack hotel? Yeah, you have yeah. to get a room. Check in. You have to get a room. <laughs> right. But, but it's nice key? that there's no lobby that you have to walk right. out of. You can yeah. just walk to your car. And when you're going to get the room, usually or hopefully, <laughs> yeah. at least in my sake, yeah. I wasn't so far gone 
when I was getting the room. Right. Once I'm in that room for a day or two, yeah. then you don't want to see me. No, you but pay for three days because you know I'm not coming out. Right. Do so they, getting there, you're usually <laughs> in better shape because you're about to go on. Oh, board. yeah, yeah. Right? Right. 100%. Okay, so you go in there, right, and you get the room, and do you say like, oh, I just need a single? And then I don't the, think there's th- those options there. I mean, sometimes they might ask you how many people you want a queen size bed. <laughs> Do they, they know might, what's up? No, I, I mean, so, I asked for an extra pillow for you. Wait, no, yeah. no, no. But what I'm saying is, is like when you go there. Do they give you a key and it's got like a like number a number yeah, of course. yeah. and it's all it's like a, that? It's a whole, that's the thing. It's yeah. like a lot of normal people are staying there. There are. Yeah, but. No. Yeah, but everybody's got a little. <laughs> Does the ice, going on. Is there an ice machine? There's an ice machine, and you it, go with a bucket. There, there, get but the you got to remember, depending on where you're staying, right. there's probably tourists there. Right. You know, a lot of times there's tourists there. What kind of a tourist? Tourists man? and uh, other people as well. But like, if there's gonna be anybody in, in West LA, at least where I'm from, yeah, those some of those motels, yeah, there a was lot. tourists there a lot. a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then now, I don't okay. know on La Cienega and Pico. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of other things. I always there. feel I like I, ain't really nobody running around there. It's a yeah. tourist, you know. I think, I, I think I've been banned through from all four on that same row. Oh my like, god! Uh, right. I mean, you can kind of tell right. what kind of hotel it is from. Every, the you're Everything like, yeah, that's not one I'm on 18. No. <laughs> Damn. Well, no. I used to drive Cadillac. out of <laughs> driving by those places. I used uh, to, I remember like start when sweating. I got sober just driving oh, by. And, and I was in. I was in. Just like looking at the room I used to be in. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, 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 and I've been to a bunch that he's talking about. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I definitely been in some been, together. Yeah, yeah. We well, went over and met up with this cat, and yeah, dude. We well, so so shit, so, so so you we, get the room. We did some dope, right? You get <laughs> we did the, some dope. You get the room, uh, right? And I mean, are you excited? Like, are you on cloud nine? Because it's like, oh, I'm at the beginning of this. Of course. Like I'm about like when you see a good movie, and it's the very beginning. You're like, yeah, buddy. Of course, for a second. Look at Max, dude. Yeah. He's starting I mean, to vibrate. Yeah, yeah, he can't even talk. Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Because I it's, can't it's, have this guy fucking. Don't get him. Over yeah, there. yeah. Don't overload him. Not do something it's, stupid when you know, it's, it's, He's gonna it's, be in the next studio. It's <laughs> it's a trip because you you walk in and you're like in, you're like you know pu- you know packing that pipe right away and take a big <laughs> blast and making sure the right porn's on and you're like, and then you know, and then you're like looking out a window or stuck in the bathroom. It's disgusting. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's true. never been an experience. Where something different has happened than before, it's just gotten worse. I've got to yeah, assume too. You're like putting the "Please Do Not Disturb" placard on the Absolutely. outside. If they have one, yeah, they have one. <laughs> if they have, if they have one, if, if if not a bunch of rocks are already broken up on top of it, right? You're you like know? using it to cut them up, <laughs> you know. So, all right, and so typically when you go into one of these deals, Max, I mean, let's not hold anything back. Let's bring everyone into the the juicy, gritty, fucking sweaty meat of it. What? <laughs> I don't think many people can handle that. No. <laughs> they sh- that well, this you're doing a service, my friend. Thank you for your service. I thank Hopefully you, sir. Crack some veteran. Some happy. Hopefully we scare some people this away. This guy is never. I haven't seen this Crack guy veteran. I don't know what. I haven't seen him so happy with the biggest grin on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Look we're, at him, bro. It's look how happy he is. Because yeah. I want to know, like, all right, let's. Okay, so John, the, you get in there. It looks like you just won like a thousand dollars. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did a thousand Indian dollars. Here we go. Thank you for your service. So wait, but first of all, so everybody <laughs> understands. How long has it been since you've done the Devil's Dance? Almost, almost nine months. I mean, I I had six years clean, and then I went out, and it's been almost uh, eight nine eight nine months now back on on track. You know what I mean? Right on, bro. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah. So, so, so okay. So, is the first thing is I had to pack that pipe and get that first hit in. Yeah, I mean, mm. I, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you got to do this, dude. Say, listen, let me tell you something. Yeah. On top of the fact that we used you know at different times together yeah uh i'm gonna tell you this dude's as sick as anybody you know yeah. like there, there are sicker individuals in these rooms of recovery and i know that i'm one because i've been told and i know in my heart that i'm sicker than most right and the my DMV. buddy over here he's as sick like that he's a sick dude so thank you for your you know, service his, his his disease is ugly as it is for for me as well but like uh 
and to to watch you from the outside get to certain plateaus most people would be really happy about or right 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 I don't don't know how to explain but you would think you know it looks a certain way and then that person goes and like burns it all burns it all down and you're like I get it you know it's and I just get it dude they did it again I get it so now I know this person has this similar thing that I have and um, and I believe it to be like severe alcoholism you know it's it, it is but it's also you know, I, I, I was talking to some guys today, and I was... Faci- no, it's only alcoholism. Facil- <laughs> facilitating this, this group, and I, I don't think it's just... Like, I mean, on a more serious note, like, yeah. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's that... It's easy, like, it's easy to get an A, but it's hard to hold on to that shit. Like, right! It, it's, it's... The thing is this, like, it's easy to get shit, but having the skills to know how to keep things and deal with the pressures that come with that shit... Mm-hmm. Totally doesn't different. come fucking naturally, man. It doesn't come naturally. I've had a lot of shit, and I didn't know how to keep it. I didn't have the maturity. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the my life lessons that I'm really <laughs> learning today is to move slower and learn how to hold on to what I have. You know, not live in fear of losing it. Right. But not to... Shit it away. Shit it away, but appreciate it and be like, take yo, care man, I take, I'm taking care of it, you know? And understanding the pressures that come with responsibilities and stuff right. like that. Right, But right. not using it. And making it about not you. Not being egotistical about it. Just being but, humble. And being but, like, so, <clears throat> I hear what you're saying, man. And uh, it's like, yeah. do you feel like, do you feel like on some level, too, it's about boredom? Like, like a routine where it's like, you're going to go a solid five years, Max. And it ain't going to get worse. It ain't going to get better. But you got to keep just showing up. And you just got to keep holding on to it and being grateful at the same time. And keep, no, 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 That's like saying, is right now enough? Without, I, I don't think it's about like just for me about like like enough or not enough. It's about keeping shit simple but exciting at the same time. Like yeah. you know, staying in a a place of and like I'm not trying to be corny when I talk about this shit, but like <sighs> staying in a place of gratitude, staying in a place of understanding. Absolutely, about, There's nothing like goofy about that. Bro. Where I was in the depths and the places I went to, you know, and understanding that I'm blessed to be here today, and finding purpose in others and just not myself man like the shit i have i i I, i'd rather than lose it getting loaded i prefer to give it away during the day to other people and help them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'd rather uh, let me ask you this because it it, you know human psychology or human emotions or whatever right i mean is there a certain enjoyment to destroying like just being like you know what I'm gonna fucking just rip this motherfucker off and I'm gonna let it just blow up. There's a certain type of uh, dark enjoyment or, or pleasure. I'm not, I'm not saying it's joyful. I, I, I personally don't feel that way. I think I think a lot, some people might have that anger and aggression in them go, I wanna burn this down. Yeah. What for me getting loaded was was that, because I'm, I'm an extrovert. Like I love people, I love talking to people. A lot of people use drugs to connect. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I use drugs to disconnect. Why? Because I, I just want to be alone in my room with no one around me, no one asking me questions, no one bothering me, no one asking me for shit. I just want to be able to be in there and let the world burn down if it wants. I, I, no. Nothing else exists when I close that door in that motel room. So it's isolation. <laughs> it's 100% fucking isolation. But but why? So let's get to it then. So as a people person, do you... So you're an extrovert, you say, but it just sounds like either not by choice necessarily, right? And uh, that in some ways being with people in the in the way that you relate with folks may even be somewhat of a prison for you where other people, they wouldn't think of it that way. Because why else would you need to get away? Because sometimes I, put my, I would put myself in situations where I, I took on too much responsibility and I'd get frustrated and then I would get resentful and not be in gratitude, and then I'd say, fuck this, I'm disconnecting. Because right. of the situations that I put myself into because I think I need to to be this person. I need to say yes to this person. I need to build this. I need to show them that I can do this for them. I need to please. 
People, please. Yeah, I need to have this idea. People were like, Max can do anything. We can count on Max. Max can build this business for us. Max can do this for us. And I take and I take on, I take on. And then I'm like, I don't feel like they appreciate me. Right. They don't. Fuck, fuck. I'm not saying they do or they don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> okay. But my perception is that they don't. And the truth is, if, if you want to get deep, I, yeah. it goes down to me losing my father and not knowing who I, he was at the time and looking to replace him with other older businessmen who... I want to pat on the back from. I want to please. I want to build this business for you because I want you to tell you mm-hmm. tell me I'm a good guy. I'm a good kid and pat me on the back and 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 missing that missing that that I had that I used to have with my father. How did you lose your father? Cancer. How and was it a long? It was a long battle, but during his cancer, I was also very sick in my addiction. At that time, I didn't get sober until after my father passed away. How old were you when your father was going through his struggle, oh, man? I was a fucking. I don't even know. I was fucking. I think it started around eighteen or nineteen, because my father was like a a personality. He was like a giant, you know. He was a very successful guy. He had a personality. My, I would come home and my friends would be over there, like smoking a joint with my dad. You know, like my dad was cool as fuck. What and, made your dad? Like why did why why was your dad bigger? What was his strength? What was that that he was able? He to... He had that personality, man. That's just some shit that God's given sometimes to people. You know where they have that personality that people are attracted to. Yeah, you know. And I don't think it's something that you can learn like an like a computer game. You know, computer. Right. I think it's just either you have it or you fucking don't. And that was something that he had. But because it was so big, I never really got a chance to find myself because I was overshadowed by that. Yeah. But my, my, but at the same time, man, like I was very codependent as on my father. I never really grew up. You know, I needed his approval for fucking everything. Well, when you have a, a giant, uh, let's just say, gravitational or magnetic pull like that. Yeah. Right, and it's set up like that. I mean, it's not your fault; it's not his no. fault. It's just the way that it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also see how you would grow in a certain way that revolves around that. Did you and he ever get a chance to talk about this dynamic before he passed? To say, Dad, you, you're amazing, and he said, "I know, son," and it's hard for me to fucking turn it off. And I, I you know, how are you doing? You know, I don't always talk about this but I'll tell you a story okay my dad was at home and he was dying of cancer and he was sick in bed and yeah because I hope some young kid or somebody listens to this and kind of who thinks their father doesn't want them around hears this is that like my dad was home dying man and I was smoking crack and I, I I had the ability to get a couple months over and come home and spend some time with him and uh he was in a bed and swollen couldn't really walk and uh my father was very strong, and to see him like this was very di- was very difficult. <sighs> and uh, and my mother was there, a nurse, and he, but he wanted his son, his, his oldest son, you know. And, sure. and he was like, "Why, why are you having such a hard time helping me right now? Like, why? What? I see it. You're struggling to to help me, Max." Mm. And out of like the depths, the <clears throat> depths of my soul. I was like, because all you fucking done is send me away to these fucking rehabs and get rid of me and push me away and and I'm fucking crying, bro. I'm crying and I'm angry and I'm and I'm lost and I, mm. and he's crying and he looks at me and he goes, Max, dude, I'm a fucking movie producer. I know nothing about addiction. I've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of my money to try and save you, to send you to the professionals. Right. And and me being, you know, selfish fucking drug addict, all I could see was he just didn't want me around. That was my perception. Mm, sure. That was my perception. Mm-hmm. And my perception was so fucking skewed. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got right. to talk. And I remember mm. getting him in the wheelchair and rolling him around the house and hanging out and uh, having that moment of, of forgiveness where I where it was a big thing for me to understand how important communication is. 
you yeah. know, like I can, mm-hmm. I'm on this show and I'm saying some things that mean a certain thing to me, but the people who are listening might take it totally different right. than what it I might mean. might mean something completely different it's completely to different to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, and that's the thing is like communication is so important. Like, and today, like when I have conversations with clients and things and young people getting sober, after I say some stuff, I, I ask them, I go, what did you hear me say? Right. Because I want to know what you heard. Because there's a really good chance it's not what I meant. And they'll say it back to me. And, and it's usually very off. And I go, no. I go, let me explain again. Mm-hmm. Because the process of communication, I mean, this world would be a whole other world if we had better communication. You know what I mean? People are more patient with each other and actually slow down a fucking little bit. Slowed down. The fuck down That's a little right. bit. You know what I mean, That's brother? Right. And And... I don't know. I just, I just believe I'm a big believer in uh, in transparency and communication and in uh, trying not to take shit so personally today. You know, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna go into it unless you know you and Lux are interested in talking about it because I don't want to make this about me. But I'm sharing this with you because you you shared so much about your history already, and I appreciate it. Yeah, man. But you know, my dad died. Uh, when I was about 27 and he was a bigger than life character and he died from alcoholism mm. right and I was with him when he was nine yeah and I was there when he died and uh, he and I had a difficult relationship in certain ways mm. we were close in some and so I really understand when you're saying like you know because th- th- what else is there at, at, you know at the end of the day when there's a, a young man and his dad and his dad saying the final goodbye in this world, which we're all going to do at some point, right? If we're lucky enough to. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, what else, at that moment, there really isn't much else that really fucking matters. You realize all the stupid fights, all the fucking bullshit, the fucking material shit, all that stuff really doesn't matter when an older one is dying right and they have some last minute things that they can say to the younger one to say goodbye yeah. mm. and so i really respect the fact that you you're talking about this and thinking about this and i don't think i think to your point like there's no you i think in some ways this experience that you have with your family members and 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 somebody or whatever I think that they can come to mean different things as you change and then look back at what happened, right? 100%. And and the thing is, I, I like to watch these like, uh, like shamans and Indian guys, like talk about certain things. Right? Yeah, like yeah. I just enjoy like listening to different philosophies. And this guy was talking about how our, par- our, our parents are not really our parents. They're just vessels. They have souls. We have souls. We're, if, whatever your conception of God is, is like whatever. I don't, I don't know. Is like that. Like we're God's children, and we come through our parents. They're they're vessels, right? Yeah. But they're their own people, and I'm on my own person, right? Right. And I have some of their traits. I have some of this. I have some of that. They do the best they can. I do the best I can. Maybe they maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But it's like I, my father. And I think you're following. Every, they're, they're, we we put this. I think I think I put this pressure on what I my expectations of what a parent is for a very long time. This idea of unconditional love, and right. and the truth is 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 it's bullshit to me today. Like it's fucking bullshit to me today. <laughs> That's the same thing as my man's gonna. Great, you, you can know, relate to all that, right? Know, yeah, it's all like, bullshit. It's all bullshit because. It's either I do it or I don't. I'm giving arms, legs, a body, a mind, a soul, a heart, you know, and either I'm going to do something with this life or I'm not. It, it doesn't really have anything to do with my, but I can't blame anything on, oh, my parents raised me this way anymore. <laughs> you know, that's to come to a point where I take responsibility because for me, I was very angry at my parents. I was very angry at them. And, and, and for a reason that you may laugh at because most people, it's the opposite. I was very angry that I grew up in a household with so much love and that I always heard yes. I always heard 
My parents tell me I love them. I, I told my parents I love them. Things were soft. And, and then I get older and I go out into the world. And I'm like, people aren't like this. This right. is not how the world is. And I was so angry that they didn't prepare me. You know, I blame them and I was so angry. I'm like, you didn't prepare me for this. People don't say I love you all the time. People don't like say yes. People say no a lot, you know? Yeah. I, I, people say no, motherfucker, you know? And mm. I thought I was soft, you know? And I got mm. angry that I was soft. So I was like trying to compensate in like going to jujitsu every day, boxing every day, figuring like how do I harden? Harden. You know, and it took me a fucking long time to find a balance of 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 loving that 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 beautiful soft side of me, compassion side. You know that maybe many people don't have. Maybe maybe like that empathetic side where I'm able to look really help people. You know, but also I'm no punk. You know what I mean? Also knowing. I can stand up for myself, you know? You know what, man? I'm going to say something. That's, that's, I think, a very... Um, I think that that journey is, an, is a beautiful journey. I think it's a journey that a lot of people can relate to. Not necessarily a core of necessarily our audience, because a lot of our audience yeah. have come from some hard upbringings yeah. or whatever, right? But I, I do think... I really do think this. I'm going to really say this. Yeah. There is a type of neglect... An abandonment that occurs by overdoing the so-called right things that a parent's supposed to do, mm -hmm. right? So when I say that, I'm not necessarily talking about your situations. I wasn't there, so I don't yeah. know how it all was. Yeah, and yeah, I, exactly. there's no doubt in my mm -hmm. mind that your parents did love you. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen it in other. Because I, when I was in, I know where you're going with this. I love it. I, I'm just telling you. <laughs> when I was, I was going to law school. Yeah. I worked at a high-end sober living. Yeah. Okay, and I saw multiple generations of wealthy parents yeah. dropping their kids off right at uh -huh. this really nice, sober living, $15,000 a month. Summer camp. Summer babysitting, right? And these, right. these guys were like 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, right. right. and these folks, and their parents were like, please do something. And right. there was a couple of them where... You know, and it wasn't, you know, I was just a, a fucking worker, so it wasn't like I was getting any fucking commission. So I, I, I told them, the parents the truth sometimes. I said, yeah. I hate to tell you this, yeah. but they got you over a barrel, and they know it because you're too scared to really let them face life. And <clears throat> part of the reason is because you're afraid how it's going to make you look. Yeah. Part of how you think your child is going to be in the world is related directly to your own identity. It's not entirely their fault because the society has raised parents to say, your child is a report card of you. Yeah, and it's not true. And it, it isn't, and it is. I mean, so what I'm saying to you is, is like, for my dad, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, dude, I go to analysis twice a week still. To what? Analysis, twice a week, all right? Mm -hmm. Because... I'm trying to figure out where do I, how do I not allow my identity to be bound up with the trauma, mm. okay? But also, how do I not forget, right? I don't want to necessarily forget and condone, but I also don't want this to be my identity either. Right. How, what is the third position that synthesizes those two together? Do you have some thoughts on that? 100%. Because you're sober, right? Yeah, 20 yeah. years. Right. So, I'm going to tell you what did it for me. Do it. Hold on, hold on. Mr. and Mrs. Earbud, listen up because this is fucking shit that could be saving your life, right? You might want to pull over on the shoulder and fucking really <laughs> yeah. turn up the volume, motherfucker. Well, Max Russo. Is, Max Russo. It's, Come on. It's, Give it to us. The right, thing please. is this is interesting because the trauma and all that shit comes, is resentment. You know, it's resentments build up from like what happened to me, right? Yeah. And in a four-step, you know, we talk about who we resent, right? Yeah. We talk about the cause. But before we go into the fourth column, we say there's a little prayer and it goes, perhaps this person who I resent is spiritually sick just like me. Right. Let me show this person the same pity, 
tolerance, and patience I cheerfully grant a sick friend. If this person was in the hospital or sick, just because people aren't getting high, just because people aren't, doesn't mean they're healthy. Right. We live in a society of very sick individuals. And I had I to start looking at people as most of them are mentally kind of ill. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. You've been looking at people like that for the last yeah. fucking 20 years, right? Yeah. I had That's to right. look at these people as sick individuals and to forgive them because all my anger does is block me from being useful. And all my anger does is affect me and no fucking body else. Right. And right. why do I want to be angry? Why do I want to be uncomfortable? I want to be at peace. So yeah. I, I have to say that prayer multiple, multiple times a day sometimes for people. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I, I'm in that. I'm in that. You know, I'm in that understanding of, you know, perhaps this person is just spiritually sick, man. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm not what happened to me. Right. I'm not what happened to me. You know, I'm I'm me. Some shit happened to me. Just like I'm not my job. You know, like it's funny. I, I love this saying, like, recovery is my job. Making money is my hobby. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because right. if I don't have my job, I can't have my hobby. Because anything I put in front of this program and this these spiritual principles. I lose anyway, and that's why I was talking about not knowing how to hold on to shit. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, so I think you're 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 putting your finger on on a, on a, on, a, on a, an important thing that I think we might actually be approaching slightly in the society. Like there seems to be some kind of turn. There seems to be some kind of, and I and I I've, I've been challenging myself this. Yeah, giving up materialism. Mm. Stop thinking that what I drive or wear is who I am. Stop trying to communicate that to other people. And every time I talk to real successful people or read books by real successful people, they always say, I wasn't chasing the money. I was chasing execution. I was chasing the art. I was chasing the virtue. And then there's this little kid in me, right? So there's this, the higher part of me that's like, man, that's, that's like the Indian way, really, right? Indian wealth is older than money. Indians had a way of living without any money and for uh-huh. excellence. And then I think about that. And I'm like, that's spiritual shit. And in the program, they uh-huh. do talk about like these spiritual principles uh-huh. have to come first. Perfect. But it's radical. Yeah, radical. In the 1980s, that they might have called you a commie if you were like, nah, spiritual principles before all this neon shit. Uh-huh. 
They would have been like, no, brother, you're fucked up. But the truth of the matter is, is that for guys like us, if it's not like that, it's over. It's over. We don't have that dubious luxury. I can't compare myself to someone that doesn't suffer from something I suffer from. Right. Like, I can't compare <clears throat> myself to a dude who can't eat shrimp or care, like whatever the fuck this dude's allergic to. Right. I, I can't compare myself. No yeah. one, I don't expect people to understand. I don't speak about this shit to normal people. I only talk about this shit to people who are going through what I'm going through. Right. People look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's not meant for everybody right you know what i mean it's meant for a uh, uh for people who are suffering from similar things and and uh, i'm grateful to say i'm not suffering today from it you know i ha- i have power in my life today right. I, I have a relationship with this universe and an energy which is just i call god because this shit's simple you know what i mean right but people who who don't suffer from what I suffer from, don't understand it. And I don't expect them to. I don't want them to. They don't, don't want, need to. I don't want to have these conversations. You know, but I can sit in a room with you guys and talk about it and it makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? You know, but other people, like, I, I don't use the, those language. I change my language when I talk to other people. I don't talk right. about spiritual principles and, you know, suffering from an allergy of the, the mind and my, it centers in the brain. Like, who the fuck, who the fuck cares? But not only, but not only that, right? You, I had to come to a place where I'm like, you know what? Maybe that person doesn't need it. Maybe some people can fucking do cocaine or drink or Sorry. smoke weed or do whatever like a gentleman, and you can't. One hundred percent, right? Like maybe other people don't have yeah, to. Go. Maybe other people. Not can. everybody has that. Some people get to enjoy the good old life. Yeah, fucked up. Do some coke, some mollies, right? Some fucking meth when you wake up with right. a bloody mary. Right. Smoke some weed, right? Right. And no problem. Bad so bitches. That, and every couple weeks, yeah, you might fucking shoot some fucking black dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Or like a Friday night. You right. Know what I'm saying? I don't know so, who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So and then yeah, and then and then, and then take like a week off and be like, you know what? I'm just getting back to zero now and start all over again. And it, and their life is still going on. They still got a business. They still making money. People still talking to them. Absolutely. You know, like I, they're not at the not Baldwin con, Hotel. Not to con, con, like challenge it, but like go ahead. But for me, like those people, I know those people. You know, I have tons of friends that do that. Yeah. They're not really that fucking happy. I mean, no one is. <laughs> Who the fuck is happy in this country? I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm ha- I I feel fucking great right now. Yeah. B- because. So you look, are. D- d- I'm happy. <laughs> Max Russo. I'm ladies fucking, and gentlemen. I in am this fucking country, happy today. Yeah, Max Russo. And I think a lot. Of, I think honestly, a lot of people are, who, can disconnect, from what's really going. On in this country, like I hate what's going on. Like we could get into politics, and I think a lot of shit that's going on in this country is fucking insane. Right. You know, and we might have different political views. Oh wait, what do you mean? I'm what saying, part do you think is insane? That'll say everything. I, I, no, no, I think a lot of it's insane. I think, I think, the crime rate here is insane. I think people not. I think the, infla- the homeless. I think the homeless. I think the inflation rate. I think people not being able to pay for gas and take care of their families. I think this country. Right. Excuse me. Was founded on stolen land. On, on yeah, for sure. But it was also founded on a very small government serving the people. Right. It was meant for the government to serve us. Right. And as time has gone gone on and on, we have become the servants of the government. Right. You know, and and it's become so insane because the the way I look at the the government, especially the government that's in office today, is. They think we can't take care of us. So they we need them. We don't fucking need them. Huh. We don't need them. They've done a shit job for years. Uh, you know what I mean? We don't need them. When did they have it right? When did this when did this government I, have it right? I, I you know, I don't think I'm able to 100% I can't answer that, but what I can say is I think that the the idea of a freedom of speech is 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 really important. I think certain amounts of like the right to bear arms, I think, is important. I think I think I think woman's choice is important. I right. think I think the idea of, of like I, you know I'm, I I look back to like the fifties and the sixties, you know, when like my, when I look at my dad and he grew up and I was talking to that generation. I even look at the 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 eighties, early nineties. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And but his things are simpler. Like like a guy could go to work. His wife, if if she wanted to, I don't want to like say women could have to stay home. Wanted to stay home. Could, could they could afford to take care of the kids? Right. The same fucking piece of property today. Yeah. That cost fifty grand back then. Yeah. Could cost two million dollars today. Has the property grown? Has no. anything fucking changed about the has it grown? Has it expanded? Well, 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 well. No, well. it's just the value of the dollars become less, and the gold system stopped, and like well, they just well, print and print. And so they print and print. And you're right, and there is inflation, and prices have risen. But just remember, in the 1950s, uh, just remember this: uh, there was dudes in the 1900s were like, "How much is that piece of property? Two thousand. It was a quarter when I came up. All right, no, no, 100%. so so and right, the Indians when they first started selling Indian land, they're like, "How much did you sell that for?" And they're like, "A dollar." And we're like, "Shit, that shit was free when I was coming up. No one, we already." So you're right. You're right. I definitely agree with you. There's a balance, yeah. but I also think that we have to be careful. Where this is just me. I'm the same. Yeah. I think when we start critiquing the system, because I do agree. Because it's it, it is partially the government. Mm. It's also partially business. One hundred percent. Right. They're related. Same people running the business. Same people running yeah. the government. All right. Because it's people you, pleasing. <laughs> you used to be able to work at a business for twenty years and they take care of you. Yeah. yeah. Now they don't do shit. No. Now I, I, now now, dude. I don't I don't understand it. But when I talk to people, and first of all, brown and black people didn't have any benefits mm. in the fifties. Right. Mm. They weren't. They were helping white people. They were carrying white people's shit, mm. okay? But even the white folks back then, let's say, right, they had health care paid for. They had benefits. They had all this stuff. And now today, everyone's, like, on their own. Yeah. Like, you don't have it. And, like, what, 25 bucks a, a, an hour? I mean, you, you've been in the, I've been in the recovery business. I remember what they pay in the recovery business. Uh -huh. You can't live really on that. No, it's it's a life choice, the recovery business, I think. It's, it's more of a, a life choice of going, hey, I'm willing. Like anything, it's going, am I willing to sacrifice this for this? Right. Like, they're choices, man. Everybody yeah. makes fucking choices. And a lot of people are like, oh, because I made this choice, I can't have this, and now I'm resentful. It, it's bullshit. You made the choice. Right. You, know, you made that choice. I made the choice to work at a treatment center where I make very little money because the reward I get of where I go to work right. is so much greater to me. Right. But yeah, I hustle on the side. I open a side business. I do certain things to... I think we're blind to our own poverty. Like we, Everybody has a side hustle, right? Mm -hmm. It never used to be like that. You have a side hustle and you'll say, or I'll say, or I see people say, like, I'm a grinding, yeah. right? But sometimes you don't even have a choice to have a side hustle. Like, some people have a side hustle mm -hmm. because the main gig ain't cutting the mustard. 100%. And I'm not even talking about, like, a, a, yeah. a work of passion. Right, I know, I, I, I get it. You know it. what I mean? And it's, it's like... It's not, it's not, it's, I don't think it's right. I agree with you. Right. But I don't... But at the same time, I... How do I say this? Yeah, let's say it. No, 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 I just think that, like... <sighs> I I think it it pushes people at the same time sometimes to be creative and go out and create. You're right. You know, to You're be, right. pushes people, you know, like I don't want to work at one place for 20 years. That used to be the way, sure. I, that doesn't sound interesting to me. Right. You know, it really fucking doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? Some people want that stability that like, okay, I, I don't, you know, and that's why we have options. You know, that's why we can say I'm making, I'm going to take this fucking risk and live on my friend's couch to start this business. Right. And if it fails, it fails, it fails, it doesn't. But but the reward could be so much greater. You know, it's really So so I hear what you're saying. You're saying to a certain extent, right? The the that need drives innovation. Yes. That need drives creativity. Right. If everybody's comfortable, we might not have anything going. Comfortable is the ultimate fucking killer. Yeah, it is. I mean, that is true. You gotta get out of your comfort zone. Comfortable, comfortably, comfortable. I don't know if I talk to somebody with cancer, they might want to be comfortable. My Fuck dad it. had it. He wanted yeah. to be comfortable. Yeah, well, <laughs> that type of comfortability. <laughs> I get yeah, my dad was so sick. He and his his. His nuts were so swollen. He's like, man, just chop these fucking things off already. Right. Like, because it was like he was in so much pain. It didn't. It didn't matter. He just wanted to find some peace. Hey, you know man, what I mean? I'm telling you right now. If I'm going through ever any excruciating pain, <laughs> let me. And I hope that doesn't happen to me. But right 
man, I'm going to be all about, like, they're going to put me on drugs. Put me on drugs. <laughs> he said with a smile. 100%. Wait, 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 wait. Big luck. Let me get this straight. Yep. If you're in pain, it is a detrimental situation. It's okay if they put you on drugs. Yeah, and we're talking about real <laughs> shit. We're not talking about going to in, uh, shoulder surgery. We're talking about fucking uh, right. deathbed type. Right. Shit, you know? Yeah. Take me to the. Take me to. Take me to the mountain. Doc. What is it? What is it? Uh, hospice <laughs> shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I only got me the fuck out. How long I got to live, Doc? Twenty five years. All right. Let's start it up. <laughs> One hundred percent. I got fifteen to twenty. Let's go. All right, come on. I want to do it comfortably. You, you know, another thing I, I think I've been struggling with in this generation too. Which yeah. I, which, and listen, man, I don't want this to. Actually, I really don't care. Yeah. Is this whole like woke fucking cancel culture like? Yeah. I, like, well, I don't. I just. I don't get it, man. I. I don't know if it's like I'm older now. I don't fucking get it. Like huh. I, I don't I I don't understand it. It's like I just like why do people have to try and make everything the same? Like why does America have to try and want to make other countries similar? Like why Well 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 let, so let this me is let me let, go let, ahead. Let, the whole idea of like different countries was to, to travel, was to see different cultures, was to sure. get inspired. The whole thing of like let me be me, you be you, and now and have fun. Like laugh. Everything's become so fucking serious. Like I don't want to. I don't care what you want to call yourself. I don't care if if you if you're gay, straight, black, white, this. That. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What like what? But what I do, don't, what I don't like, yeah. is when you push your shit onto other people and bring it into like other people's lives and say, no, this, this, you're, you're a piece of shit if you don't believe what we believe. Well, well, so I understand that point for sure. But I think that our generation is like severely uneducated. Hugely. Oh, yeah. And so what I think happens is for a large segment of folks, like you said, why are they pushing this on me, right? Yeah. But part of the problem is is that um, people forgot what was going on in the 50s people forgot what was going on in the 60s the 40s and the 30s and the 20s and the 10s and the truth of the matter is is that all of these ideas that people in pop culture now are kind of debating back and forth a lot of it was run through the courts with very strong advocates on both sides of the issue part of the issue was is that the founding document of the United States was this thing called the Constitution that said, we the people, right? Regardless of blank equality. But at the actual level of carrying that out, the enforcement of equality was absolutely lopsided. For sure. I okay. See that. And it goes all the way into the 60s to the point where Martin Luther King, it's segregated. I mean, it really is. People are legitimately in the 60s, black people who, I'll give you a great, great, great example. In World War II, they were trying to beat the Nazis. And you know what? Japan was uh, imperialist and they were xenophobic and racist too. They did a lot of horrible shit. Okay? That's the truth. Everybody can go fucking look it up. They're so bad that they allied with the Nazis. They're like, well, between the two, I'll go with the Nazis. And the Italians, too. Not the Sicilians. Right. The Italians, too, right? <laughs> Mussolini. And, and I don't have to tell any Jewish people what Europe was like for them for thousands of years. Right? right? They didn't fuck around. Even today, it's getting bad again. It's all of a sudden very okay to say a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Okay. Dave Chappelle. All right. But the issue is, right? So, in World War II, they finally desegregated the army because we didn't have enough people to fight. And it was right around like the Ardennes, the Battle of the Bulge, and it, we were getting close. And so they said, fine, fuck it. Let's let black people carry guns in the army uh -huh. against fascism, against uh -huh. a group of people. Now, it wasn't all German. It was a lot of them. But it wasn't all of them, so right, we're not gonna paint them with the entire brush. But they said, We're gonna go and we're gonna fight fascism. And you know, there was fascists in Spain, Franco, fascists in Italy, Mussolini, fascists in Japan, fascists in Germany. And you know what? 
a whole lot of American businessmen that didn't really do anything to help the Jewish people until it was very convenient to do it. Mm. it that's true. That's all verified. No one's doubting that. When the black people worked together with their white brothers and they defeated an ideology of hate, mm. they came back to the United States and they were still segregated. And they sat there and said, wait a minute, I was just over there fighting against this and I, and I, I died, I shed blood, and now I'm back here. Now that's just a small sliver of the inequality for real that was shoved down black, brown women's homosexuals throats for the longest time. So, and this is, this is important because I just got done reading the federal uh, decision that told DeSantis that the law he was trying to put in, in place in Florida is uh, unconstitutional. What law? <clears throat> so in Florida, DeSantis wanted to, there was eight different ideas, uh -huh. and he was saying private companies could not do training on sexual discrimination, racial discrimination. They couldn't do that. Uh -huh. You can't do that. So private companies were like, well, uh, like people who owned 40 franchises of Ben and Jerry's, right? They're like, well, it's our business and it's private. We should be able to say or do or train however the fuck we want. I agree. Right. But DeSantis doesn't understand or he does and he's just doing it for headlines. Uh -huh. But he doesn't understand that when you use the state power to shut down certain ideas, you're actually doing the thing that your complaint is being done to you. Well, by the federal government. So a state uh -huh. government can be a tool or a burden on free speech as much as a federal government. Uh -huh. So when you read the case though, which just came out like a week ago, the court had to walk through all of these various rules to make uh -huh. sure that they're not Sorry, it's all right that they're <laughs> that they're not right that the that they're not striking down um legitimate legislation so part of it this is key if you don't understand this then you're just popping off at the mouth there's a difference between discriminatory conduct and speech so if you're not hiring people because you got either a, a racist or you're not paying women the same amount of money and they're doing the same job as anybody else, right? And we're not talking about firemen. If you're not doing all of that stuff, that's conduct. It's the same thing as saying, sorry, you can't sit in certain places on this bus. That's right. conduct. Speech, right, is different. Uh -huh. Speech, freedom of speech is the free marketplace of ideas. 100%. Right. So, so uh -huh. if a private business wants to say we're for... We're what? We're for wokeness, let's say. Yeah. Right? That's their right. Now, they might lose business. In Florida, you might... They'll vote with the dollar. Maybe you out. That's cool. And that's cancel culture. Uh -huh. I'm not against that. Look... If you want to say whatever you want to say, there is not a single person that's stopping you. The issue is, I don't have to like you. No, the the the, the this is my thing is that Go I, ahead. I think whoever owns the business should be able to do whatever the fuck they want with it. It it's their business, just like you were saying a second ago. Right. The, this is my business. Right. If I want to teach this in my business, I can. If sure. my business goes out of business because sure. of it, so be it. It's my fucking business. Right. 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 I'm not saying promote hate. I'm just saying because I'm not, I'm not about hate. I'm about right. love. Right. 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 But I am saying is that like even when COVID happened, right? Go ahead. A lot of people wanted to stay open and serve people and help people. Sure. And they were shut down. It should be the business's choice and the people who want to go there's choice. I shouldn't be able to be told that I can't go there. I agree. Okay? So my my thing is that like when when certain ideology and things start going into kids' school. Like I, I was like watching this stuff, right? Go ahead. Recently about doctors now able to like chop off kids' penises and cut off girls' breasts because they feel they want to be... Trans. Trans. Or something okay. at a young, young age. Right. Right? How can a doctor who went through medical school... Go ahead. 
who has any ethics do this to a child, even with their fucking parents' permission? Like, where... And they're doing these studies about how, oh, it, it, it makes them... It's, it causes less suicide. It's, it hasn't happened long enough to do that. All I'm saying is yeah. that we are getting so extreme right now yeah. in one direction. Yeah. It's, it, 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 that it's like it, it, what's happening and what they're allowing children to do to themselves today. Yeah. It, it is heartbreaking to me. Like I, I, like I remember as a kid, bro. I was molested. Okay. Okay. And I questioned my sexuality for a long time. Sure. I was like, "Am I gay? Like, is this because this happened to me? Like, what?" So, like, I can understand, like, especially with kids are being shown and taught today, what they see on TV, how influenced they could be if they questioned what they felt in their body. Even a normal person could get confused, right? But to make a life-altering decision I and agree. it being legal now. And doctors doing it is fucking nuts. So, wait, so wait, wait, hold on. Do, shouldn't they be free to do, have the no, alteration? No, no, no. He's making a good. He's not at a, not as a, a, t- a twelve year old and a fourteen year old. I don't no, think no, no, no. So. Max, Max is making a good. I think Max, you. So you're both saying the same thing. I think in certain ways, Max is making the point that you know what, if you make a life altering decision, like we don't let people drink before they're twenty one, but we'll send them to the army. Uh, right. <laughs> we'll let them carry a gun. At, we'll let them carry a gun at 18 and go yeah. off and kill. Yeah. Right. But then, so that's a life-altering decision. There is a certain age point where you, you the, the child is a minor, and so therefore maybe uh, not should not necessarily be in the driver for the entire decision. You're making a good point too. Oh, blue eyes where you're saying like yeah but we're here talking about freedom and shouldn't a young person have the freedom and i don't think i don't think necessarily max is saying no i'm i'm thinking that max is thinking like this should be a longer process and we don't know enough about whatever and i kind of agree with that i would almost say we should probably do a show on what really actually happens because yeah. because because i'm almost willing to bet that it's not as fast as a 12 year old saying you know what? Cut my dick off. And then the doctor saying like, fuck it. You got the money? Let's go. I don't think it's really like that. Now, that is not to say that even though they do these evaluations, which I believe happens, uh-huh. there's a time of, of cooling off. Like uh-huh. it doesn't happen right away and all that stuff. Right. And then I don't even know at what age they'll really do it. But I'll say this. I can definitely envision for sure somebody who really thought they knew what they wanted. And then when it was too late, yeah. later realized, fuck, maybe I didn't want that. Right. And I, I agree I agree I, with that I that think, can happen. Look, look, I'm all about freedom. Right. I am too, but I think that as human beings it's we come to a a a point where we mature in and in, in, in when we're 12, 14, we're being so influenced by media today. And parents I think I'm not a parent, so I, I don't like to like speak as a parent. I'm not a parent, but I could see like all these studies going out. Oh, this is okay today. The go- the government saying it's okay. Culture saying it's okay. If your daughter doesn't feel she's a girl, let her become a boy. Or right. if your your son, and then the parents and and the culture is like this is okay today. So as parents or human beings, like oh maybe this is okay. Maybe we were wrong in the past. I don't. I don't know. No, no, no. I and, and I will say this. For everything that we're saying, which I do think there's a legitimate aspect to, we would have to also recognize that there was a lot of people that were sure what they were and society either killed them. Yeah, it's disgusting. Okay. And I agree with you. I definitely think there's more to it than just making one decision. And I'll say this. I'll even say this, my good man. I'll see your silver dollar. No, I... Also say that um, there's been way more trans without the surgery, let's say, throughout the years forever. Yeah. Coco Chanel. My theory now about Coco Chanel is that while she was a woman, because she had... Um, she was that sort of French type with slim hips and no breasts. I actually think the reason why she was able to have all of these affairs... In a time when women weren't allowed to do that kind of shit uh-huh. was in part because her body type mm-hmm. was that of a young man. And I believe that the royals were able to, on some level, um, exercise some homosexual tendencies with Coco Chanel without getting any trouble because biologically she's a woman. Uh, uh, and what do you I, think about that, old blue eyes? I had 
No, I don't know anything about Coco Chanel. Thank you. I just want to say this. Like, Go ahead, I, please. I want everybody to be free to be whoever they want. Right. I want people to love and be comfortable in their bodies. Right. I want everybody to be happy and not to feel lost as I did as a kid inside my body. You know right. what I mean? What I, mean? Right. I want that for them. Right. I, I, I just... I know how impulsive as a child I was. Yep. And and I know if I made some of the choices that were permanent as I did at a young age, I really regret it today. I yeah. agree. I've yeah. done some things when I was a kid that I thought I wanted to do that I do regret today. Yeah. Hey, like, for instance... We got to start wrapping some things up with our friend Max. Oh. I, Man, this guy! <laughs> He's yeah, got to come back. I love this guy. No, I, just, I love man, his energy. He can come back anytime. I mean, yeah. I just if you guys watch this, man, I just want to say this. Like, Go ahead. Look, if anybody's struggling out there, needs help getting sober right. or anything, man, I, I work at a great state facility that takes Medi-Cal. We help people that are struggling off there the streets. Go. There you go. It's called Chabad Treatment Center. I also have a few sober livings called Upright Recovery Center where we help people. I got to help you, you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to own a sober living I lived in. Couple times. Hold on. Oh, Couple yeah. times. And so we get, you know, man, it, it, like on all the political bullshit, I, I don't care about that. It comes second. Helping people get sober comes first. Right. Nice. And all the political shit and all the Jesus pins go truth. out the window and we just live by the pr- spiritual principles behind those steps. Agreed. And all the other yeah. bullshit Agreed. goes out the window. Agreed. Yeah. So I just wanted to get clear on that. But luckily, like we can talk about anything on the show. But, and, we can. and we so, can. And we can. What's, I, I uh, what's, be your, name your, what's the name of your uh, sober living? Upright Recovery Center. Upright. Upright. Like get the fuck upright. Yeah. Get your shit together. Upright. In LA. Yeah, we got we got we got four houses. We're opening up our new house right down there on La Cienega in like Cadillac's beautiful. We got Oh I took over the old Marvin Gaye estate in the Hollywood Hills. Man, the guy who started it, Avram. Saved my life, helped me, and uh, I came on board, and we've been, been building stuff together. And it, what's his name? Avram Ginsberg. He's Israeli. Avram. He was. He was. That's he a was strong. He, man. he was locked up for ten years. Came out. Someone helped him get sober, Max and he started Russo. helping people get sober. Very masculine. The whole. You know thing. What my full name is? What? Maxwell. Alexander Luciano. Alexander Russo. Maxwell. Alexander. Alexander. Russo. Russo. I actually Maxwell, wanted to start a Alexander. suit company. Yeah, it's a fucking. And I want to tell you something, man. Maxwell. I wake Alexander. up. I wake up pretty much every morning, and uh, mm. I put on Native American music chants, and I sit outside mm. and I, I meditate and I, I stretch to those Native American chants. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love the Native American culture. I watch a lot of stuff on that and. The I will the music and the energy of it, to me, is the most healing thing in the world. It is, and I will tell you something. It's every American's birthright, okay? And I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to explain it. And some just think about this. The first old money of America is the American Indians. All the Mayflower shit, that's nouveau riche. American Indians are the old money of this country. I'm just going to leave it there. Beautiful people, man. Spiritual people. I love you. Hey, listen. Because you said that 10% off at the buffet at the Indian <laughs> Casino. Don't you worry. We're going, we're going to Popeye's? Yeah, let's go. Indian <laughs> Casino, baby. I'll call Max you. Don't Russo. you worry. You can come back on, Max. House Thank always you, wins. brother. My All man. Right. Yeah, we're going to have Max back on. I love this Talk guy. This guy's stuff. good. Yeah. Hell yeah. www.supermaxhardware.com. 50% off. Black Friday. Pay attention. www. SupermaxHardware.com. Supermax. Hey, and uh, big shout out to Cookies Burner. Cookies got their holiday line out there right now. They're about to have a big Black Friday sale next week. So just Vibes Papers, Esteban Oreo, and Enzo's Pizzeria. Yeah. You always listen to the Hard Luck Show Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Sean. Sean. <laughs> Sean at Movemental.media for all your. Audio and podcasting needs. Don't forget to hit us up at hardluckshow.com. Also, uh, hls.gumroad.com. Yeah, so what are you going to do now to add more offerings as Gumroad? Because old Blue Eyes was complaining that not enough people are, yeah, come no, on, bro. No one cares about our you don't. Well, there's not enough in there. All right. Hey. Go we'll, ahead. we'll add some more stuff. Add that. Put, say what you need to say. Let's wrap this up. All right. I got All guests right. out there. Oh, uh, Avonda Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly. The best legal representation that money can Goodbye. buy. Yes, sir. Bulbo. Bulbo. And? And? That's it. That's it. Oh. Dragon bags with a Z. Yeah, Dragon yeah, Balls. Yeah, Dragon Balls. Bags with a Z. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Uh, We're out of here. Uh, Hasta la vista, Max Russo. Max? Alexander Russo. Max. Uh, Maxwell I'm Alexander Russo. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.